Empathy is a superpower, and you have it. It is the energy of human connection. It's biological, sociological, and spiritual in nature, and it is something that we are hardwired for. Empathy is the key to deep, meaningful, and thriving relationships. Welcome to the conversation. This is Empathy And. Hey y'all, it is Michael, and thank you for checking in on this little project of mine. You're listening to Empathy And. It's been a few weeks again, and um, this uh, this episode will be one of my more unscripted ones. I poured myself a little whiskey for courage. I don't know if I really need it. It just seemed to be the right thing to say. Um, <laughs> but it's been a few weeks since my interview with Aaron, uh, Dr. Aaron Brown, and um, I wanted to uh, follow that up with more interviews. And I've got some that are scheduled and lined up, but honestly, uh, getting that ready and the type of backlog of guests and ensuring that I have those uh, lined up and ready and, and prepared for takes a little bit of time. And so that's uh, part of the reason for the gap in between episodes. And the other thing is uh, just kind of the, the stuff that's going uh, that's going on in uh, in parallel to this podcast. Um, I also realized that uh, if if you have started this podcast uh, in the last couple months and maybe didn't go all the way back to the beginning, it might serve me well to reintroduce myself. And in doing so, I'm going to be revealing some things that are be going to be uh, coming up uh, as opportunities uh, with um, this initiative. So not just the podcast necessarily, but uh, the larger goal of trying to evangelize the power of empathy. So in uh, in in looking to do a type of reintroduction, um, I actually wrote something the other day that was for a Facebook page that I help uh, ad administer, administrate. Uh, I'm not even sure what the right word would be, but 
in in doing that, it made me think about how um, how this journey has unfolded for me. Um, when I started, I was still kind of in the trenches of investigating, and I'm still learning every day uh, the nuances about the science, uh, the science and the spirituality behind uh, empathy. Um, but I've, where I wasn't about a year ago in regards to kind of still firming up some ideas, I've come to a place where I feel pretty confident um, in my approach to how we discuss this topic and how perhaps to turn this discussion into some other opportunities. But as a way of introduction, <clears throat> let me reintroduce myself. My name is Michael Scott Evans, and I am a 46-year-old former Baptist pastor. Uh, I've worked in the youth space, in worship, in spiritual formation. And uh, when I uh, growing up, I was always considered the sensitive one. Um, at, at the time, I thought it was just because, uh, you know, I was anxious. Um, I, I didn't know what it was about. Um, I got made fun of, not horribly, but, but a little bit for jumping at the slightest sound or uh, crying really for no good reason. And uh, it, the turning that if you will, if you want to call it a weakness i don't necessarily call it a weakness but if you want to to turn that that perceived weakness into a strength um happened pretty quickly i'll be honest the sensitivity eventually served me well uh, because it turned me inward and it turned on something that very often seems to get turned on with highly empathic people, and that is an artistic side. I began singing and performing at around seven or eight years old. Um, I did local music musical theater uh, outside of Los Angeles. Um, I was in choirs at church. I was in a community show choir. And then when I got to high school, every single choir that I could join, I joined. I think getting comfortable in front of people uh, within a semi-controlled setting, like being in a musical or singing in a concert, I honestly think that that helped kind of balance me out. Uh, that took that, that sensitivity that might have been more inward looking and allowed me to, to look out and project out. It, and it really helped me uh, ground myself. It learned, I or I learned uh, to focus that sense of that sensitivity. And I mean that, and that was a that was a process. Um, but once I found that groove, and once I found that natural inclination to perform and. Thankfully, I do come from a musical family, so it came, that part of it came uh, 
kind of easily, um, it really kind of carved a niche out uh, in regards to my identity, even from middle school all the way through high school. I, I, I never experienced, uh, thankfully, um, bouts of, uh, of anxiety um, or even depression or anything like that. I, I never really experienced that in high school, and, and I'm thankful for it. And I believe uh, the arts and music were uh, a big part of that. Well, if we fast forward to college, uh, my family and myself uh, have moved to Texas, and they moved to a little town out uh, outside of Austin in the Hill Country, and I went to Baylor University in Waco. And upon graduation, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was kind of, uh, I was considering going to law school or going to seminary and um, I probably, not probably, I did not have the grades to go to law school, even though it was an interest of mine. Uh, so I defaulted to seminary. And I mean, I, I had a, at a point had considered following up my, um, my bachelor's degrees in psychology and in communication with getting a master's in psychology. And if, and if I believed in regret, which I really don't, but if I did, that might be one that I really didn't double down into that psychology degree and go on to become a therapist. Um, I feel like maybe that's a missed calling, but a calling nonetheless was put upon my heart. See, in hindsight, I did go to, or, or, or I, I did go to seminary. I did go into the ministry. I was a bivocational minister for the better part of 20 years. But in hindsight, I think I was actually being called to be a pastor to people. Not necessarily in the uh, evangelical or Christian or Baptist sense of the word and idea of ministry, but literally the divine was calling me to be a pastor to people. And I have a complicated history with church, and I'm not going to necessarily get into that here. I, I've talked about it here and there on the podcast, but it's, it's complicated to, to say the least. I do uh, still enjoy going to church every once in a while, but it's not something that I feel like I have to necessarily do. But it's that calling, that pastoral calling that I still feel the tug towards. And if I consider um, my sensitivity and I uh, combine that with a natural intuition for people, it slowly became very apparent to me that what was going on with me um, was a little bit different than what other people were talking about in seminary. Eventually, and this, unfortunately, it wasn't until like maybe 10, 12 years ago, I... Uh, inspired by the work of Brene Brown and um, 
uh, uh, the work that she has done with vulnerability and shame and, and empathy, I really started digging into this concept of empathy. And even further, uh, or further out into the wilderness, out into the wild, <laughs> I started to identify as being an empath. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. I know that that is kind of a scary, uh, for some people, maybe that's kind of a scary idea or a scary word. But hopefully, if you have been along for the ride on this podcast, one of the number one things that I want to communicate to everyone is that everybody has this power. This intrinsic ability to connect at an empathic level belongs to everyone. Now, because we are a neurodiverse and, and biodiverse uh, humanity, not everybody experiences it the same way. And that's fair. I mean, that's the, it's, it's the same with everything else. We, uh, we, we are, we're, we're all very different people. We might not at all experience uh, it the same way, but fundamentally I do still come down to this idea that everybody within like a continuum has the ability to have this power of empathy. Now, what that has meant for me up until now, um, I could see it play out within church settings. That pastoral inclination, that, that desire to connect people and to speak to, speak, uh, to folks uh, on very serious subjects and at the heart level. That has played out numerous times over the 20 years that I spent in vocational ministry. It's played out in my career at a technology company. In my 15 years of, of, of working at Dell, I have noticed multiple times that I will get into a new role and meet new people. And I, well, I used to say, I don't know what it is. I do know what it is now, right? I, um, I'm always the one that people open up to. It's uncanny. Um, I'm also in almost every single role that I've ever had. And I have never worked from an organizational perspective. I have never worked for the training organization, but in every role in every group that I have worked at, at Dell for the last 15 years, I always end up with some, you know, ad hoc responsibility to communicate and to train and to teach. I mean, that is just in my bones. I love seeing people light up, not, not just when they're learning something new, but when they're con really connecting with an idea. And when they're connecting with people on the way to connecting with that idea, that's where the juice is. 
And so part of the reason why I have been um, late in creating a new episode for consumption here (laughs) is because I am taking that to um, the next level. I'm taking my love for this, uh, for this topic, uh, for the topic of empathy. I am taking my connection to this um, identity as an empath and this calling to teach and lead and pastor people. And I am going to put that into uh, a concerted effort uh, to help people specifically, not just with the podcast. The podcast is still going to stay around for sure. It may have to change and adapt here and there, but it will absolutely still be a mainstay of what I hope to do with this initiative. The heartbeat of where I want to go with this is to get more engaged with people in the conversation, especially with people who are struggling. And the number one thing that I see and that I hear and that I read and when I meet new people, especially online, who might identify um, as uh, empaths or highly sensitive people, is that there are a lot of people out there that see it as a burden that see it as just being this open wound and not knowing how to mend themselves and not wanting to be the way that they are. And my encouragement to anybody listening to this right now that might have that idea or that thought, I've had that idea and thought too, but it is, it is the superpower. It is taking Uh, taking that idea and flipping it on its head. It is not a weakness. It is a strength. It is a power. And once you own what it is conceptually, you can then learn skills or take approaches and, um, and maintain a way of being in the world that allows you to mitigate some of those uh, issues that a lot of folks have that consider themselves empaths. I want to help. I want to help people like that. And even if you're not sure if empath, uh, if that word um, aligns with you, but you know that you're highly sensitive, or you're maybe not even sure about either one of those, but you just understand that the world that we're living in right now is in such turmoil and a lot of emotions are swirling around and people are having a hard time managing that. I want to help. Now, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. Um, I'm not licensed to do any of those things. And if, if folks are in real dire need, I will always be the first one to encourage to be looking for professional help. 
But if you're listening right now, and this is describing you, and you feel like all you need to do is understand how to manage your emotions better. All you need to do is understand how to communicate better with your loved ones, with your children, with your spouse. If you need to learn how to communicate better with the folks at your work, I believe I can help. And so what I've been doing for these last few weeks, um, I took some training for a life coach certification, which I've uh, been able to complete. And I'm in the midst of doing a mindfulness training that's actually a 14-week long um, program. So that won't finish up until September, but I am pretty sure uh, that what I'm going to be working on the side is in October, I want to be able to launch a, a, a number of uh, opportunities for folks to have either one-on-one or group um, group sessions where we discuss some of these issues. And I provide some guidance and some aid um, from a mindfulness perspective or looking at uh, deconstruction and spirituality a little bit different or helping uh, folks that identify as empaths or highly sensitive people to really anchor themselves and give them real skills and tools to um, to manage their emotions better. I am excited, y'all. This, in my mind, honestly, this is me reclaiming that call. This is me reclaiming that call to be a pastor and realizing that it might not look what my more conservative friends and family expected it to look like when I started seminary those oh, 25 years ago, I guess. It's not going to look like that. It's going to look very different. But I'm excited about it because I think, and everything that I'm hearing these days, y'all, is that it's something that is, uh, that is in that that we're in need of right now. There are some folks that just need help. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about my shift in spirituality over the last number of years, and. I told him something that I want to leave you guys with today. And it was kind of the way in which I approach um, truth. You could even say meaning. The idea of empathy in being able to understand both emotionally and cognitively from somebody else's position, what they are going through, what they are seeing, and what they know. That firmly places the locus of knowledge in between us. Does that make sense? 
that energy exists between us. Because if I am doing that with you, and in a genuine and kind, empathic response, you are doing that with me, we kind of, we kind of flip perspectives. And the truth of the moment, the meaning that we seek is in between us. It's achievable, you guys. It's a way to generate deeper understanding. It's a way to, to take away sometimes the, the, the brick and mortar of truth and certainty and putting it in between us that we can both see it from each other's perspective. Now, I'm not going to argue about capital T truth. That's kind of not what I'm talking about. I am talking about how we engage with each other. How do we truly, truly engage with each other in an empathic and empathetic way? And how can we make our relationships more uh, or a, a deeper, more productive? How can we innovate within the workplace? How can we truly see the image of God in each other? It's taking this effort. It is taking that. Um, it's taking the spirit of empathy and applying it to everyone around us. So I just realized I poured my whiskey and I've only taken one sip because I did not think I was actually going to be able to do all of that in one sitting, but I did. And I'm probably not going to edit this. I'm going to push it out um, because it's going to be getting late here soon. Um, If you are listening to this, And if that is something that you are interested in, come and join us. Come to the Facebook page. Uh, You'll find links to the Facebook page and to the Instagram um, and to the Twitter uh, on, on the show notes and also to the Patreon. And, you know, you guys, I, there have been times where I've talked a lot about the Patreon and I've got a, I've got a couple, uh, patrons that are incredibly sweet and I really appreciate, uh, them, uh, Paula and Michael, thank you so much, uh, for investing, uh, in me and in this podcast. Um, but that's where I'm going to be directing folks to go. Uh, if you are interested in engaging at a group level, uh, with that, it uh, it will take a little bit of investment because it's going to take a lot more planning and instructional design uh, on my part. Um, but I'm a, I'm really excited. I am really excited. So if you're if you're willing to invest in yourself by uh, by doing some courses or some coaching with me, let me, let me know. Um, 
You can let me know at the website, empathyand.com. You can let me know at Patreon. You can let me know at Facebook. I would love to get uh, folks that are interested but aren't sure, depending on how everything else goes when I solidify the coaching programs. Um, You know, that's fine. Uh, All of that will get settled uh, eventually. But I am just, more than anything else, I am passionate about getting in front uh, of y'all as as much as I can and uh, helping folks that need it. So I am coming up almost on 30 minutes. I did not expect to talk that long. Thank you guys. Thank you for um, for coming along on this journey with me. And I really hope and pray that you continue uh, taking this journey with me. Peace.